Welcome back to another episode of Pineapples and French Fries. I'm your host, Solomon Dudley. Side note, this is not a podcast about food, but life. We talk about challenges, obstacles, and the things that make life really, really cool. So stay tuned for today's episode. Talk to y'all soon. Hey y'all, welcome back to the episode. Um, Today we get to listen to a conversation that I had with Celeste Joan. Uh, She is a good friend of mine. Um, She is a contemporary young adult writer. And um, what I enjoy most about what she does is that she's creating new worlds that uh, she wished existed and new characters and storylines that may exist or may not. Um, But some really cool things were talked about and I'm excited for y'all to listen. So uh, talk to y'all soon. Welcome back to Pineapples and French Fries. So excited to have you all today. Um, As I was talking about, I have Celeste Hackman, my friend. Celeste, say hi to the audience, our friends. Hello, I am Celeste, as I have been introduced. (laughs) Yes. Um, Celeste and I go way back. Really, it's it's been a year. (laughs) About a year, yeah. (laughs) About a year. Um, We met and auditions for Something Rotten, uh, a community theater production of Something Rotten. And if my memory serves me correct, we sat next to each other. Yeah, I, we walked, or I walked into auditions not knowing anyone, so walked in, sat down. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, I need to, need to talk to someone. feel like that would be a good thing to do to calm the nerves, and saw him sitting next to me, and I'm like, I'm just gonna say hi. I don't remember if you said hi first or I said hi first. I was very nervous, because, I think you know, we small talk. Yeah. <laughs> small talk. Um, I don't think we said hi for a long time, and then... It, it was a couple minutes, yeah. It was it at was... least, like, 10, 20 minutes. <laughs> we were just sitting next to each other. Mm-hmm. And then we had the tap audition. Yeah. And then uh, the dance part, and then everything else, and then we kind of traveled as a group. But that was fun. It was a lot of fun. And then we got in the show together, got to know each other some more, and it was, it was a good, good show that we did. Yes, that was a, that was last summer. Yeah, last summer. It's, yeah, so much has happened in a year. Like it feels, um, it feels like. So like what I've been telling, what I've been telling friends that aren't in like theaters, like once you get in a show, you just start, to, you get to know all these people, and then you get to know more people. Yes, and then you're like where did I meet you? And I'm like, oh, it only happened a year ago. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and then I saw you in Elf. Yes. That was fun. That was about this past December. Yeah. And now I got another show kind of an up. We're going to do Kinky Boots, which is a I'm lot of fun as well. Yes. So excited. And then we'll maybe get to do something else soon. Hopefully if yeah. something works out and then it'll be like it never ended. exactly theater just keeps going there is no ending it keeps going but today um you have this beautiful gift of writing and i want to talk about that so um theater and dance that's been that's part of the conversation but writing um well actually let's start from the beginning so what did you want to do as a little kid and what was like little Celeste's dream from the get-go? And we can just kind of start there and then yeah. like talk about where you are right now. 
So like super young Celeste wanted to be an Imagineer at Disney, which is like the people who like design their roller coasters and design their like rides and everything. Um, and then I kind of that kind of shifted into maybe I'll just be an engineer, or maybe I'll be a civil engineer, and then somewhere along the way I picked up writing and I was like maybe I could major in English in school and do that instead and then somewhere along the road I took physics and hated that so I decided to do computer science instead of engineering and I took like one or two creative writing classes in college um but it was always just always something I kind of just like did on the side so mm. um yeah it I don't yeah so I started out as engineering somehow ended up in computer science and also write books it's a very interesting combination of things people are, are like in theater people always yeah you know when you're getting to know each other ask oh what do you do and I'm like well I, I'm a software developer I also write books and they're like okay that's interesting and you can dance extremely well <laughs> well thank you <laughs> So like a charm, uh, not a dichotomy, like a, the, the trifecta. It's yeah, perfect. the trifecta. <laughs> yes. Um, so have you enjoyed engineering from when you started it? And like, um, so you're, you're, you're smart, you're talented, but like, have you, like, you've enjoyed just like that journey itself? Because it's really a separate journey from writing. Yeah, it is a separate journey. So again, like taking physics, realizing don't want to do that switched into computer science in college and then I really enjoyed like the problem solving aspect of it mm -hmm. um so figuring out how to take a task and break it down into tinier steps um and doing each of those and then combining them all together it's a lot of fun and then I've uh, been in my current job as a software developer for about two years coming up this next week um and it's it's been a journey um I've had many different projects I've worked on, some of which I like, some of which I don't, but I feel like that just comes with any job, any anything you do. There's going to be ups and downs. Mm -hmm. No, I get that. I get that. Um, so we can, we can shift into the writing section. Um, as I was browsing on your site, one of the things that popped out to me was an Alice Walker quote. And I actually, I really like this. Um, it says writing permits me to be more than I am. Um, uh, writing permits me to experience life as any number of strange creations. Um, what does that mean to you? It pretty, it means what it says, but I'll, I'll I mean, talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, as humans in immortal people, no mortal people, we, we will die. <laughs> Absolutely. As mortals, um, we can only live one life. And that mm -hmm. is very sad to me because there's so much in this world to experience. Some things you don't want to experience, you know, like half the things my characters do, you know, cancer and mm -hmm. people dying. You don't want to experience those things, but it happens. Um, and then there's all these other things like you can only most people choose like one or one to like five careers i would say throughout their life you know people do change careers but for the majority you have the thing that you do and you kind of stick with it um and it's just kind of terrifying to that we only get to live one life so writing allows me to have all of these different experiences i consider myself like a pretty empathetic person so mm -hmm. i really get inside of my characters brains and what they're doing and what their life is like i i flesh out everything i can and it mm -hmm. feels as though i am living it for them or living it with them um so 
it allows me to have all these experiences that I that I won't experience in life. You know, whether that's a different job or if it's, you know, being in a relationship with a certain person, like it allows me to like feel those things my characters are feeling and kind of be whatever. <laughs> no, I love that. It's the like an imagination. I hear yeah. it's an really you're an imagineer, but for writing. <laughs> and <Yeah>. for engineer. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I, I love this that idea. And I think that even as like art, like humans are some more like are more inclined for creativity and art i think i'm more on that side just like i it comes a little bit more naturally and easier as opposed to like the logistical side like it depends on the day depends on the day Mm -hmm. um but for humans like we're we automatically are kind of designed to like wonder what else there is out in the world other than our story which i think is pretty cool um but we also have to take time to develop that skill set of like imagination and all, yeah. but also like bringing in other life experiences that may not be our own. And then, like you said, the empathy part into it. Cause I mean, that's how the world moves forward is through learning about other people and being empathetic with their journeys. Cause it's all complete, it's, we're all completely different. Yeah, but we also have so many different um, similarities, so that's cool. Um, when you create your characters, do you and you've kind of alluded to it already? Like you, you have similarities and you have differences. Do you create your characters with that goal in mind, or is it more so whatever comes first, or like what whichever one comes first? That's just what you go with, and then you just start writing your your stories. Yeah, so I think it's it's a little bit of both. So there's some characters I'm like, this is just me, but being some like in a different life. Mm-hmm. So there's some that are there, that start out very closely related to who I am, and then essentially as I start writing the stories and go through the multiple drafts of each book, they kind of evolve into their own person. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they were made been originally based off of me, then you know they are still their own people um and but there's also a lot of characters where it's like i wonder what it would be like if you know my brain wasn't constantly overthinking every single thing i said mm-hmm. or if i didn't have to look up parking to know where to park when i go to a new place like i like it like i'll create characters that are just so completely different um and then you know sometimes random characters show up like and i wasn't planning to put them in the story and somehow the plot introduces my main character to a new person and i just start writing and figure out who they are as i go it, it all really just depends on like the process where i am in the process of writing each book mm-hmm. love that um so you have two books i know that yes are they one is a it's a sequel, right? I'm pretty sure once. So this is the best. I love explaining this to people because they're not necessarily. It's not a sequel in the traditional sense of here's book one, here's book two that happens after book one. Um, mm-hmm. every, all the books that I write are they all exist within the same universe. Okay. So okay. I have cool. I have dubbed it the Celestiverse because why not? 
Um, so they oh, all yeah. exist within the same universe. I have a master timeline of everything that happens, where all my characters are at a certain day. Um, so you can re- read the books uh, in any order you want. There might be mm-hmm. like very little spoilers from one to another, but like not enough to where you wouldn't want to go read the story. Um, but yeah, so I wrote All the Way Strong first. It was the first book that I had ever started and finished back in 2014, 2013, oh, uh, summer of 2013. Right. Um, and I wrote that story and then put it on hold for a while and then came back to it like seven years later and finished it up. And then while I was doing that, you know, a new character emerged and I was thinking about a very certain plot point in the book that but how it happens from someone else's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of created the main character for my second book before we went our separate ways. Um, that's Amelia. And the side character that ties the two books together is Finn. So he appears heavily in both books. And you kind of get to see like a side character's journey from two different outsider perspectives, which is I think is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, all the books are connected. There's no necessary order that you have to read them in. Uh, but like reading one and then reading the other kind of gives you like a more in-depth feel of this universe that i've created the different towns the different people um and i think it's just really really cool <laughs> so it's kind of like your version of like marvel and yes. is it the marvel first or kind of like that i don't i'm not really a marvel marvel I'm guy not either. But like, <laughs> okay <laughs> but, but i've heard people explain it like the same way it's like there's i don't because i don't there's not like multiple universes in the mm-hmm. universe yeah um but like it, they all exist in the same timeline. Cohesive. Or at least yeah, all the contemporary con- books do. I have like sci-fi ideas that are written by people inside of that universe that I've created. <laughs> There's a way to connect everything to each other. <laughs> Honestly, there is. And it's so cool because it's like that's where you let your imagination kind of just like fly and yeah. go wherever it takes you. Um because honestly, like, that's where the best stories come from. And, like, that's where your best ideas come from when you think something cannot possibly be connected. And then you're like, wait, mm-hmm. wait a second. Yeah. This is actually a really good idea. And that's because you took the time to, like, analyze, okay, this is how they're connected. And then that's yeah. how they're connected. And then, boom, something amazing happens. Exactly. And sometimes sometimes it is that calculated. It's like, all right, I have this character who experiences mm. this, and then that's who she's referring to, and they never really meet. And then there's other times I'm like, I was writing the second book, and there's like this one character that has like three lines. And I'm like, what's her story? I wonder. <laughs> but like, she just has like, she's like leaving a party really angrily. And she's just like, I don't want to be in the same place where my best friend is making out with my boyfriend. And I'm like, what is the story there? I need to know. Sometimes it's just random stuff that comes up. And then you bring backstory to it. I love it. Exactly, yeah. I still have no idea what that story is, but I'll figure it out eventually. One day it will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I know you, like, we have the empathy part and the just like wanting people to kind of like just understand from different perspectives. Um, do you have any other goals that you have for your writing? Because it, like, it can, you can go in so many different directions. It's like you can have the 
you can have this fictional character, but also put something so real in there. Mm-hmm. And you never would have known that it would impact someone so heavily. But it's like, it's life. Um, so like, are there specific things that you aim to include in your stories that kind of like go down that route? Or is it more so just like, this is what came from my imagination. And if it does something impactful, great. If not, no worries type of thing. Um, I, again, I think it's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's there's definitely uh, a lot that um, I, I feel like that. Oh, wow, words. I will say this all the time. For an author, I am terrible at putting things into words. Um, you Especially like on the spot. <laughs> um, let me try that again. So very no, good. Um, right now, from like a reader's perspective, whenever I go to find a book, it feels like there is a lot of like romance. And mm-hmm. there's so much of that. And it's great because there's an audience for that. There are people who will eat it up. I am not one of those people. Um, okay. So I feel like putting books out there into the world, at least the first two books, there's minimal to no romance in either of them. Um, mm-hmm. It's just young adult contemporary fiction, teenagers struggling with life. And I that that is the stories that I wanted to read growing up. It's still the stories I want to read now. So I feel like I and I have something to contribute in that market. So writing those books that little Celeste or even current Celeste would want to read mm-hmm. um, is definitely something that I think about. And it's like, okay, like this is what I want to write. This is what I want to read. Let's write that. Um, but on the other hand, so wait, I need to think. So yes, those are the things that's like calculated stuff. And then sometimes mm-hmm. there are stories that come up just from my imagination um where it's just kind of like all right let's just tell a story and have some fun with it um i think the current book i'm writing it it is a romance which deviates Ooh. from everything i just said <laughs> but it's in the celestiverse so that's all that but matters it's in the celestiverse <laughs> yes um so it is a romance and i took aspects from my own life and like switched it around so if like i had done different things in college maybe this is what might have happened mm-hmm. who knows um and I'm kind of just writing it and then as I am writing the second draft so like the first draft was very I wrote it very quickly um and it was just whatever came to mind just telling the story but then with the second draft I've gotten a lot more intentional with the side characters and kind of fleshing them out a bit more and Mm -hmm. going deeper into you know my like main character and well there's two main characters because it's a romance but like going deeper into like their sexualities and everything it's been very that's been very planned out because like you know not everything's black and white and Mm -hmm. it's just kind of been interesting because that's not something i really dove into with the first two books is yeah and and this book is more new adult so it's like right after college so like that's you know people are still figuring stuff out even after that phase of like figuring stuff out in high school and college like Mm -hmm. there's still like 20 20 three-year-olds who are still going through life trying to figure out who they are and I think I've gotten more intentional with that this second draft of this next book that I'm working on yeah that's super cool because it's honestly like even the age bracket itself in real life I don't want to say we're picked over but like (laughs) it's just we're just here yeah we're just we're trying our best we're just alive but it's um the fact that you're going after our specific age group 
um honestly it's it's really nice because it's like it shows that we're seen um yeah and like our problems matter too our our uh-huh. time in life matters because yeah. like we're, we're making a lot of decisions that can dictate a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh, figuring out things in your 20s is setting you up for your 30s and mm-hmm. you know like with, especially with like the publishing industry like there's young adult fiction which is um currently being targeted to like middle school through high school and then mm-hmm. there's adult and you jump right from one to the other and adults like probably 30s and up and it's like but what about the 20 year olds so a lot of the um indie publishers and um uh, like just self-published authors have been creating this new market of new adult rom- or not new adult romance but like just new adult books in general which is kind of that in between college and like 30 year old life so like anywhere i would say anywhere like 21 to 27 maybe mm-hmm. um and yeah and you know that's where i currently am in life so i'm like well why not write about it <laughs> and why not write the story and share it with everyone that's super cool um what have been some challenges if any that you've had with the writing part like the writing portion of it and then also sharing it with the world um yeah cuz it's like it's two separate things like you have to know how to share your story effectively but also know how to share your story effectively <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that you're like make it worthwhile cuz it's like it's art but it's also business it it is yeah so. and yeah <laughs> and if you want to talk a little bit just like just like a little like high level review of like your experience yeah so I'll start with the writing part um you know writing a book it's hard it takes a lot of time mm-hmm. um and working a full-time job on top of that and doing community theater on top of that there th- that doesn't leave a lot of time for writing right now um so you know I think for me like the hardest part of writing a book is the actual writing of the book writing draft one draft two um mainly draft two is where I've been struggling lately because I'm trying to make, you know, the styling of my character's voice is more consistent and I'm trying to like keep everything, like all the continuity intact and making sure that if a character says they like to drink coffee one place, they like to drink coffee everywhere, not just, and so they trying to just keep everything con- continuous, con- consistent. <laughs> the right word. consistent, but also, yeah, things consistent. yeah, just, uh, yeah, 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 so uh, that's where I've currently been struggling. Um, I've been working on this draft for well over like 10 months now, mm-hmm. um, which has been the longest time probably for a book that recently that I've been working on. Um, and, but yeah, so that's where I like, it's just struggling writing that second draft. Cause once I get to editing, I can, a lot of authors don't enjoy the editing process. I do. Cause I get to like print out my book and read it and write it in it and mark it up and be like, this is really wordy. And you're using this word way too much in this sentence. Um, I enjoy that as well. Um, mm-hmm. But then like sharing that story and being okay with people, you know, and people you don't know reading some of like the deepest, darkest thoughts that you're having. Cause mm-hmm. While some of like some authors may not want to admit it, like sometimes stories are not what you are thinking. They are completely separate from yourself and, you know, but sometimes stories are an inner reflection of what you're dealing with. Um, And so allowing 
you know family and friends to read things and being like are they gonna think way too much into this are they gonna think that i am the main character that character yeah yeah like are they like just wondering how they're going to take the book and i've had to let some of that go because i'm Mm -hmm. like there's a lot there's family wise there's some similarities in my first book between me and my current families uh current families as if they change well they have changed you know families evolve and adapt as Mm-hmm. you know people get married and all that stuff but yeah so um yeah you know the first book and my family have some similarities in them but it's not my family because they're their own characters mm-hmm. um and i've kind of had to just be like okay well if they think too much into it what can i do like this is the story that came to me is the story i want to tell um but yeah that was a lot of words and I don't know if it <laughs> came across it came across well. No, I Okay, that's good. <laughs> I was able to decipher one from the other and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um who has been supporters who like who have been supporters of your journey? Um and we even say that. Yeah, who has been supporters <laughs> of your journey? <laughs> um definitely my family they've dealt with me asking so many questions or not asking questions but I've I've they've dealt with me answering their questions so like I started writing you know right before high school like 12 13 14 15 somewhere around there middle school high school ages um is when I started writing I spent a lot of time on like the family computer just typing away and my my Mm -hmm. parents and my siblings would always ask oh what are you writing about and I just go people (laughs) because (laughs) how was I to explain I'm writing about a girl who gets cancer like and I I was also the child who did not watch the news still don't watch the news Mm -hmm. um, because it it terrifies me and writing has been my way of kind of processing what happens in the real world without dealing with it in the real world no Um, I get that 100% yeah yeah so they've dealt with me answering that question of oh well I'm writing about people and I'm like, and then of course they're family, so they're like, "Well, when can we read what you write?" And I'm like, "When it's done." Um, and you know, a lot of my family has read my books, and they've even they've loved them, and it's been great. And they keep up. They're like, "Oh, when is your next?" My sister, especially, is just like so excited for my next book because she's read parts of it. Because um, she is a romance reader, so I'm just like, "Is this good? <laughs> is this going in the right direction?" She's like, "Yeah, I, I need more." I'm like, okay, so yeah definitely family siblings have been amazing very cool very cool um as we kind of land the plane bring the show to a close um if you and seven-year-old celeste let's go back to that time um (laughs) we're in a room together right now today um what do you think seven-year-old Celeste would say to you and what do you think you would say to seven-year-old Celeste and it can be about anything yeah so seven-year-old Celeste was like second grade um so that was also a time in my life when a lot of things were changing Mm -hmm. um and you know I didn't really know it was gonna happen moving forward um Mm -hmm. so I think she'd just ask me like on like a family level like is everything okay like Mm -hmm. is everything gonna be okay like she was 
uh, yeah. So like when, when parents get divorced, I feel like the younger you are, you're just kind of like, ah, okay. So now I live at two houses, but seeing my, my older siblings, they were kind of a bit more worried about how things were going to go. Um, yeah. but just, yeah. I, so I, I, I think she would just ask me like, we, we good. <laughs> um, and to that, I would say, yeah, we are, um, you know, things have all worked out for the better and things are exactly how they're supposed to be. You have amazing family, families, multiple of them. They're all one big thing, but also their own little separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that 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 would be, it's just it's so surreal. Like seven seven year old Celeste was so long ago. <laughs> like I remember second grade kind of vividly, but also like thinking about how much has changed between then and now is mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Because um, I wasn't big into writing stories then. So that's definitely changed. And I think I think it would be cool just to tell her, hey, like, hey, don't don't just keep doing what you want to do, because eventually mm-hmm. that'll turn into writing and music and dancing and all of that. So, like, just just keep doing what you want to do in the moment. And like, if you're unhappy doing something. Then it's OK to stop. Because, you know, growing up, our parents tell us, you know, don't don't quit. But if something mm-hmm. that you're doing is making you miserable every day it's okay it's okay to stop doing that thing (laughs) and that leads me to my next question um how do you define success um how do you define happiness it's two two separate questions but like whichever one you kind of want to kind of want to look at um is okay with me yeah i would say for success um still talking about writing you know at the beginning, when I first published my books, I was kind of checking the Amazon site and checking how many sales I was making, which was not a lot, still mm-hmm. not a lot, but kind of like, oh, as that's gone on, I've kind of stopped looking at that because I'm like, those numbers don't warrant whether my book is successful or not. You know, a lot mm. of my family has read the book, they've passed it on to other people. So maybe not everyone's buying the book, but they are reading it. And I've gotten a call from one of my great grandmas and she's like I love the story I've connected it with this person that I know and I I sent it to her and like I don't know if she's gonna read it but like it just it connects so well and you have such a way with words and I'm like that's that's what's important is people enjoying the story and you know my mom called me after she was helping me proofread my second book and I was like so did you cry and she's like I teared up a bit yeah and I'm like as much as I don't want people to cry, like knowing that my words can evoke those emotions is pretty awesome. Cause I've become very like numb to my stories because I know what's going to happen. So it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't really affect me that way anymore. Um, but knowing that for someone else, it, it still has that effect on them is pretty awesome. Um, and then for happiness, um, I just doing what I love and, you know going happiness is happiness (laughs) it is so it's one of those things that's hard to define um you know I I thought I was I might be an introvert I might not be because you know I really enjoy my time at doing theater things and being around my theater family Mm -hmm. and so we had a show on Sunday and we haven't we don't have another show until Thursday and that's just like three or four days where we're not seeing each other and everyone's like oh yeah I use that time to like rest and recuperate for the next show but I'm sitting here like I miss my people like <laughs> it's real that's it real. So real oh man and we only have two more weekends left and after that 
we're not going to be around like i'll have another show but we're not gonna like that group of people will not be all together doing that, yeah. that show again mm-hmm. and it's i i don't want to think about that yet because i feel like this especially this last rehearsal process for kinky boots has gone by so fast and mm-hmm. i'm i'm now i'm like no we need to slow down i need to take it all in um but yeah just just being like being around people i i've found is something that i do need even if i am a very independent person i i need my people because mm-hmm. I, I want people i want to have people to tell about things i'll be like just like anything exciting i want to be like oh i just got in this new show i'm doing this new thing these things are happening in my life and yeah that's yeah that, that that's i'm not sure if that's how i define happiness but like it it it's definitely helps to have people mm-hmm. which is not something like if you had asked me like five years ago i i would i was very content being on my own but now i'm just like no people are important <laughs> people are very important <laughs> yeah um last question for today um what advice would you give to someone who is starting something new, whether it be new job, new career, um, going really all in on their passions and pursuit? Um, yeah, what advice and if there's any anything like special you would say to them um, now is that time? Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to the whole people thing. Um when you're starting in on something new that you might not know a lot about, it, it helps a lot to find a community that does know stuff about that people you can ask questions to, um, whether it's, you know, writing or some other creative thing or a technical thing for like a new job, uh, having people that you can kind of look up to or people who are on the same level as you who are also starting. So you can kind of air your frustrations to each other. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say build yourself a community in whatever this new passion or new career is, um, because that that helps a lot. So you're not feeling like you're doing it alone. Mm -hmm. I know, especially with like writing, there is a huge writing community on pretty much every social media. Um, I'm most active on like Instagram and I used to make a lot of YouTube videos, but then just got really busy. Um, And I've... One of my closest writing friends, she lives in Germany, but we are, oh, wow. we've been on this path together. Like we kind of published our books like within a month of each other and started just like started all of this together. Um, and so, you know, I have someone else to reach out to and I'm like, I want to finish this book, but I'm so exhausted. And she's also trying to write her next series, but she's exhausted. So it's like, it's nice that to have that camaraderie between, between us, um, and just having someone to talk to about it because so what you can talk to people who aren't in the same area but Mm -hmm. they might not have that same like understanding of what you're going yeah no it's it's a completely different um this under not level of like yeah just different level of understanding and it definitely helps to have like-minded people who yeah you don't really have to explain every single little thing with, but like mm-hmm. they just know. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> it's just like someone who just knows. Like I don't have yes. I, I yeah, I completely get that. I completely get that. Well, that's it. Um this was fun. I 
learn more just about your journey and your process, which honestly, it's like, it's super cool. It's super cool. Um, and where can our friends find you? Um, I know that you have some, you have two books published and then of course you're going to have some new ones coming out soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to share a little bit about where they can get in touch with you. Yeah, so I have my own website. It's authorslushjoan.com, I believe. Last time I checked, that's the the domain I paid for. Um, <laughs> yes, authorslushjoan.com. Um, I have both my books up there. You can uh, find them either on Amazon or you can buy signed copies through my website. Um, and then when I have time, I do make YouTube videos where I update people on my writing journey. Um, I also do like writing sprints um, with some other writing friends where we all kind of get on a live stream together and write for about 20 minutes and then talk and then write and then talk. Um, so that goes back to the whole community thing. Um, and then I also update people over on my Instagram as well about writing updates and just kind of life updates as well. Um, mostly in my stories because writing an Instagram post and trying to caption it is just, it just takes too much time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are the three main places you can find me um, and reach out. Sweet. Well, everyone, you all heard it. Um, thank you, Celeste. I enjoyed this. Thank you we'll for having me. We'll have to do it again. Not a Absolutely. problem. Not a problem. Um, I guess that's it. I will see everyone soon. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. Um, so excited that I had the opportunity to talk with Celeste. One of my favorite things that we hit on was just the idea of creating and um, taking something that we wish existed and making it into reality. Um, I think that's very important in, on our journeys and in our own experiences. So, yeah. Um, until next time, um, until our next episode, keep dreaming big and uh, I'll see y'all soon. Bye-bye.